It's time for Whale Talk, y'all. Welcome to episode 16 at The Whale. This is the last Whale Talk episode of this season, and I am amazingly grateful um, to have accomplished this with you guys. Y'all know how I'm big I am on celebrating progress, um, no matter how big or small it is, or no matter how big or small it feels. And so I really believe that when you accomplish something, you should pause and celebrate you. And so this 16th episode, um, ending the first Well Talk season is doing just that. It's pausing and celebrating us rocking together for 16 weeks. Um, thank you so much. I do not take it lightly at all um, that you think that I have something to say that's worth listening to and spreading the word about every single week. To be honest, I am just a girl who is far, far, far from perfect, <laughs> but who is determined to be well. And I'm just determined to use life circumstances and make them work for me. I'm just like God promised that they would. And so I believe that you desire to do the same thing. And so to be totally honest, um, 16 weeks ago, I had no idea what I was doing <laughs> or what I was getting into. And now 16 weeks later, I still am trying to figure out the answer to those questions still. Um, but God has been so faithful in sending people who want to listen and who just um, who want to learn and just sending women my way who want to be well and have conversation that help them accomplish being well. So to God be all the glory for what he's done over these 16 weeks. And I know that the best is still yet to come. Next season is going to be even better than what this season was, y'all. Um, a couple of surprises coming down the pipe that I'm excited about. We are adding interviews to the podcast. And we're going to be talking to other women and even men at times about different topics. That's going to be interesting. Um, so I am excited about all of that. And so continue to tune in every Monday. Continue to share the podcast with your friends and your families. And I just believe that God is going to keep meeting us right here at the well every single Monday morning. <laughs> so I am excited to hop into this new series, though, that we're talking about um, that we're going to tackle for the next four weeks. I really, really, really believe that God is just calling, causing us and calling us to shed some weight as we enter the month of December so that we can be light and we can be free as we enter the new year and not just wait physically. If that's your um, testimony, then I'm praying for you. <laughs> that's fine because I suck at the gym but um, and exercise just overall. But <laughs> when I say weight, I mean spiritually, emotionally, mentally, um, shedding some stuff so that we can be free. And um, we can be lighter and just not waiting until January um, and not waiting until January gets here to try to clean up stuff or try to stop bad habits. Like you don't have to wait until the year is over. You can start now. And so the intent of this series is to help you see the different cultural pulls and the pressures that we experience um, specifically as women and, and millennials. And so things like fake expectations and desires that society pushes on us that we may not even have in reality for ourselves. Um, but because other people say we should do this or we should do that or we, sh we should take on this um, and carry other people's expectations, that's what we end up doing. And so this series is intended to help people shed the pressure of culture and adopt the mindset of Christ and to adopt the grace that he has to give to us. And so no longer will people feel the pressure to make a certain amount of money or keep up with the Joneses or achieve someone else's level of success. Instead, my prayer is that by the end of this series, we're letting Jesus set our expectations for us and we're being okay with that. And that brings me to my first question for you. <laughs> we're gonna jump right in today, y'all. What happens when you feel the pressure of expectation to be at a certain place in life from people 
right? But God is calling you to be fruitful and to produce right where you are. And get this, where you are is not where you thought you would be. Like that's a fully packed question, but where you are is not the place that you would have chosen to be fruitful in. Like God is asking you to be fruitful in an area and in a place and in a season of life that you would not have necessarily chosen to stay in or to sit in. What happens when your expectations are off? Like your expectation was for God to move in one way, but he moved in another way. And so, for example, you want to be married by now, right? But God is saying, we're going to get there. But right now, I really need you to rock out this single lifestyle. Like, and I don't mean just drag through it. I mean, I need you to be single and content, single and happy, like for real. And on top of all of that, I need you to produce in this season. So I need you to start the business in this season. I need you to mentor the girls in this season. Like do all of that in this place that you thought you were just passing through. (laughs) The strain of expectation is felt so many times. Like we look at the people around us and we see where they are. And that begins to shape our expectations. And God is saying, stop getting distracted by their stuff. Like I have something for you specifically. Will it require work? Yes. Will it always be comfortable? No, but it's yours. It's your process and you are the person for the job. Stop letting other people tell you where you should be by now and what you should be seeking to accomplish. When's the last time you just stopped and had a one-on-one conversation with Jesus and just asked him, am I where you want me to be? Like, I know that I have wants and expectations, but God, at the end of the day, more than anything, I want to expect you to give me my directions like I want you to give me my march, my marching orders are you willing to stick with God even when his expectations don't match your expectations so there's this passage in the bible that we often quote and love and that scripture is Jeremiah 29 11 and it says for I know the plans that I have for you saith the Lord y'all know the rest plans to prosper you not to harm you to give you hope give your future you know it So we love to quote this verse and it takes the burden off of us to have life all figured out, right? Because we know that God has already have, he already has plans for us and it sounds great. But if you read the verse right before 29, 11, right before 11, you'll see another part of the conversation (laughs) where the Lord commanded those same people who he promised to have hope in the future for to build homes and to plan to stay in the area that he had exiled them from. So basically, he cut the Israelites off and he made them leave their homeland, right, and enter into captivity somewhere else. And so right before he promised them hope in a future and all of that good stuff that we like to quote, he told them to produce in an area that was kind of like a punishment, kind of, sort of. Like, and then later on in the same text, he told them that they would be there for 70 years and to basically get comfortable, like build homes, build gardens, multiply, all of that. (laughs) Like, God, what? Get comfortable in a place that I don't even want to be in? Like, this is not what I signed up for (laughs) and it is not what I expected. Are you willing to trust God still when you have to stay put in a place that you did not expect to be in? Like I mentioned earlier, when we asked the question, what are my expectations or what do I want? For a lot of people, that's really a multi-layered question because we have so many people in our ear on a regular basis. And so we take in so much constantly. Like really the question is not, what do I want? 
the question really is, what do they want for me? <laughs> like based on my family and where all of them attended school, what college should I go to? Based on social media and everyone else's timeline and everyone else's life, when should I be working on getting pregnant? Like based on my circle and how much everyone else is making, which job should I take? Even if the options that I'm choosing from takes me away from my purpose, still, I got to stay where everybody else is and I got to stay where everyone else expects me to be. So based off of that, based off of them, what should I be doing? What are my expectations? (laughs) We got to get free from people, y'all. Like we have to free ourselves from doing and acting and going after stuff that people want us to go after. And instead, we got to get real with God and we have to ask him what he wants for us and be ready when he tells you. Because sometimes it looks like the exact opposite of what our family would have picked for us for us. Like sometimes it looks exactly opposite of what we would have picked for ourselves. God may be telling you to leave the job that pays more and take the job that pays less not because of the money but because he's going to cause you to cross paths with someone who will later fund your business entrepreneur and you're gonna miss out you're about to miss out on that because you're listening to your friends who are in your ear telling you to chase and secure the bag and they have no idea what you are losing in the process of trying to chase a bag like where are your expectations coming from who is helping you shape your desires Shed the dead weight of other people's opinions and be a woman who can stand in her own truth and who can confidently follow the voice of God concerning her life, even if it does not make sense to other people who are looking on around around you. So remember, not only do we have to ask God to shape your desires and expectations, but then you have got to be ready for what God shows you or what he tells you to do. Because nine times out of 10, if it's comfortable, it ain't God. I'm going to say that again. Nine times out of ten, if you're asking for advice or if you're asking for some type of guidance and it keeps you in your comfort zone, it's not God. (laughs) Like God will have you camp out in a place that you thought you were supposed to be only stepping through. So what will your response to to this be? Like what will your heart posture be when God tells you, oh, no, don't pack up too soon. I need you to stay right here for a minute. Like right here in the place that you were praying for me to pull you out of, right here in the place where your family and your friends are probably going to question, like right here, right here in that place that culture and society tells you that you should have surpassed, right here. I believe that God is calling some of us for a season to stay in a place that we may not have picked for ourselves. I believe that he's really trying to get us to shed our expectations and lay those down and instead pick up what he desires for us. And I get it. You're probably thinking by now, nah, this ain't a word for me in this season, Nisha. (laughs) I'm going to send this podcast to somebody else. Like, this is not my word. (laughs) I got my life sketched out. And I know for sure what God has for me. This is your word. It is not mine. (laughs) But before you are so quick to pass this word on to somebody else, let me tell you that even though God can very well change your expectations, and even though sometimes he will have you stay put in a place that you do not want to be, or at least stay, right? Stay in. Like you know that God is more than faithful to be with you in that place and cause you to prosper in it. Like you have to know that. Even though he's asking you to stay in this this season, in this spot, you have to know that you can't neglect it. Like God is more than faithful to be with you, be with you in it. And he's more than faithful to cause you to prosper in it. I don't care where I go, right? I have made up my mind that if God is not there, I don't want to be there. 
Like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care what I expected or what I thought I wanted. If God is not in it, that means there's no provision for me. That means there's no protection for me. There's no direction, no nothing. Like, I'm just out there, out there by myself. Like, I can't have that. So I don't want to be anywhere that God is not. This goes for jobs, friendships, relationships, whatever. And so you need to make up your mind to only dwell where God is. When he moves, I move. Like, just like that. Just like that. <laughs> like, forget my expectations. I expect God to be who he says he is to me. I expect him to show up in the way that he told me he would. And the only way that I can grab hold to his promises, the only way that I can confidently expect him to come through and do what he said he would do is if I am where he is. Are you willing to be where he is? Even if it's where no one else wants to be because their expectations of what they want their life to look like is different. Are you willing to be where God is even if, it's where no one else wants you to be. Are you willing to rock with God? So if you like me and you find yourself in a season or in a space that you really rather opt out of, <laughs> but it seems as if God is just pressed about keeping you in it. There are a few points of advice that I think we can glean from based on Jeremiah 29 um, and based on our current season and our current place. And so the first one is this. God will cause you to be fruitful regardless of where you are. You need to know that. If God told you to do something or go to a place, trust me, you should listen to him. <laughs> you need him. Trust, trust me. Okay. <laughs> the worst thing that you could ever do after hearing direction from God is to go off and do your own thing anyway. It's one thing not to know. It's a whole nother thing to know, right? And still do what you want to do or what you think is best based on your own expectations. When God speaks, you need to forget your expectations. He has a plan. You want to be in that. Okay, like you want to be in whatever God has for you. Like, I know the place he called you to may be uncomfortable, but guess what? He called you to it. That means that there is something there that he needs you to, to cultivate. There's something there that he needs cultivated, maybe in you. There's something there that he needs you to accomplish or that he needs you to be open to receive. And if God called you to a person or if he called you to a place or an assignment, you cannot go. Right. Like you can't not go. You can't not do what he told you to do because it doesn't match your expectations or culture's expectations for you. You cannot walk away from what you've been called to. Because guess what? If you've been truly called to it, it was never yours to walk away from in the first place. I'm going to say that again. If you've really been called to something, it ain't yours to walk away from. Get over yourself. Like Get out of your feelings. God is going to cause you to be fruitful. Relax. God is going to cause you to produce where you are. But how will you experience his faithfulness if you don't get over you and your expectations and stay a while? How will you experience the goodness of God if you're trying to come up with a plan? God told the Israelites to build homes and plan to stay. That is not what they wanted to hear, but it was a part of their process. And even in their mistakes and in what was what was supposed to be a consequence, right? God graced them and he caused them to still be productive where they are. Will you allow God to make you productive where you are, even if this does not look like what you wanted? Even if it's not where you want to be. And get this, fruitful may not always mean financial, okay? Like sometimes fruitful means faithful <laughs> or being loyal to the cause, Sometimes fruitful means building good character and learning how to be kind to people around you. 
Like, be careful that you aren't letting your expectations, letting your expectations rob you of the fruitfulness of the season because you think you know what fruitful means. No, you got to stick with God for a little while and see what fruitful looks like in the place that you're at. Doesn't always mean money. Doesn't always mean financial. Secondly, you need to know that there is a promise attached to the process. Even though the Israelites had to go through um, being exiled for 70 years, God still graced them. Like he still promised him that he had a plan for them. And that included both hope and a future. Two things that they probably thought were not in the deal for them. And so you may feel the same way. You may feel like, wow, God, you have me here at this entry level job. And not only is this not what I hope for, like, but I don't even see at all how I'm going to climb this corporate ladder. Like, I don't even know how I'm going to reach the goals that I had. Child, relax. <laughs> he knows the plan that he has for you. He knows the plan better than you. Like, you're right where you're supposed to be. You are with God, right? All right, then. If you're with God, if you did what God told you to do, you're good. And when it's time for you to move, he'll tell you to move. God is trying to develop some stuff in you that, that would not have been developed if he simply gave you everything that you expected him to give you. Why do we always got to resist God's plan, y'all? Like, why do we give him so much pushback <laughs> as if he's just making up our lives as we go along? As if we have a better plan. Like, <laughs> like man, he's God. And the best plan that you could unroll and lay out to him will be trumped any day with the plans that he has for you. Like, he will laugh at your best plan for your life in comparison to his. <laughs> so even though you're in this place now that feels like you've been exiled and forgotten and punished, you have to know that this is not for nothing. Like God is working something beautiful out of you right in this place. And so you just got to keep that in mind and let that be what pushes you through this. This place is not permanent. I feel like somebody needs to know that. Like, I, oh my God, I feel like somebody needs to hear that. This place is not permanent and i'm speaking to myself this season is not permanent this is not it like it's not permanent may not have been what you expected but the the good thing is it's not permanent <laughs> like you will be fruitful here if you choose to follow god's directions and there's a promise attached to the process that you just need to remember this ain't it's not gonna be like this always it ain't forever that's one thing, one beautiful thing about seasons is that they start and they end. <laughs> and I think some seasons, the most beautiful part about them is that they end. And so seasons, they start and end. And you have to know that this season that you are in, it will end. It will stop. It will stop. And so if it's a tough season, let that be what pushes you to keep going every day. It's going to end one day. It's cool. It's not permanent. It's for but a moment. And lastly, while you are in this season, be careful who you take advice from. Like that's advice found in verse eight. That's not even me being funny. Like the verse eight says, do not let your prophets and fortune tellers who are with you in the land of Babylon trick you. That means there are going to be some people that are with you in this season that you don't need to listen to. Do not listen to their dreams because they're telling you lies in my name. I have not sent them, says the Lord. So again, there will be people in this season who are around you. There will be people in this season who are with you. That's what verse 8 said. Do not let your prophets and fortune tellers who are with you in the land of Babylon trick you. There are going to be people in this season who are around you and who are with you. And they're going to be talking and they're going to be coming up with all kinds of ideas and solutions for your life. 
and you need to ignore them and get this not all of them are going to be enemies like they not all haters <laughs> sometimes it's your siblings sometimes it's your family sometimes it's your closest friends like sometimes they're really going to have a plan that seems legit like girl this is what you can do to get out of this girl well look i got this job lined up all i got to do is call this person call that pull a few strings and i can get you in like there are going to be people in this season that are around you that mean you good actually right and they think they know and they're coming in the name of Jesus. Like they really mean you well, right? But you need to be like very, very leery about what you expect or, or what you um what advice you take rather in this season frame from, from who, right? Like they see where you are and they and they are going to try to give you advice based on that. Like based on where you are, but they can't see where you're going. That's the key. They see where you are and they're trying to get you out of something where you are, but they can't see where you're going. Only God can see that. That's why you have to stick with him because only he knows the plans he has for you. Only he knows where he's taking you. Only he knows how he's going to get you out of this, right? Like people are going to think they're doing you favors by coming up with all of these solutions and get rich quick schemes and telling you how to put yourself out there and get a man, <laughs> like all of that. Like they're going to be like, girl, you don't do nothing. That's why you ain't got no man because you don't do nothing. You go to the grocery store, go pick up your kids and you go home. You need to go out, go to the club, go to the bar. You need to do something. And you're going to be like, uh, no, <laughs> like, no. If God is God, right? So in that scenario, I trust that while I'm picking up my zucchini and my squash at the grocery store, if God wants this man to have me, he going to send him right to the produce section while I'm picking up my grapes. Like, <laughs> I don't have to go to the club to get him, right? Like, you have to just be very aware, right? Because people are really going to try to give you advice. Keep it moving. Pay it no mind, okay? Like I'm telling you, if you let them water down your process, then you will water down the promise. If you let them water down your process, you're going to let them water down your promise. And no one wants a watered down promise. I don't want no diluted blessing. <laughs> I need a concentrated blessing, okay? Like give me all the good stuff. Don't water down my process because the process is what's preparing you for where God is taking you and what he has for you. The process is preparing in you, right? The expectation that God has for you. So don't you let nobody come in and dilute that process and water it down because you're going to not be prepared when you get to the promised land. When you get to the end of this thing, when you get to the season that you've been waiting for, when you get to the season that God has prepared for you, if it's watered down, you ain't going to be able to hold or handle what he has for you. Give me all that good stuff. Okay. Do not let people dilute your blessing in this season, pulling you out of something prematurely. It's not going to help you. It's going to hurt you. So pulling you out of this season prematurely because they think you're ready to come out. It's going to hurt you. I'm telling you, stay in it. I know it's hard. I know it's tough. I know it's not what you expected. Stay in it. Let people have their own expectations. But you, you get free from that. They can think that they know the plans that God has for you. <laughs> they can think that they know where you should be going and what you should be doing. You get free from that. You get free from carrying the pressure of what other people want you to carry and, and what other people want you to be. And instead you agree with God and what he says about you and what he says about your life. And even in the process that God takes you through, even though, even if it looks worse than the one that you would have picked for yourself, 
even if it isn't what you expected, do not be afraid to stick with him through the process because there's a promise on the other side of this thing. I promise you, if you stick with God, even though this is not what you expected, he is going to make good on every promise that he's spoken over you. So shed the expectation of other people. Be who God's called you to be. You do you, let them do them. Like, Follow what God told you to follow. Pursue what and who God told you to pursue. Love the person that everyone else is trying to tell you. You need to let them go. Love on them. I don't know who that's for. And I'm not talking about is abusive, right? I'm not talking about an abusive friendship or an abusive relationship. But that person that you like, how, other people are like, how do you have the patience? Like, how are you dealing with them? <laughs> I would have been cut them off. Like, they are annoying they're disrespectful. They're mean. Like, they're disrespectful to other people. Like, they're mean. They don't nobody understand them. But for whatever reason, you're getting through to them. Keep doing it. Love on them. Right? This might not be the season or the place or the circumstance that you thought you would be in at this point in your life. But God knew you would be here. And you're right where you're supposed to be. Don't let other people's expectations weigh you down. Don't let other people's expectations, even if they mean you well, don't let their expectations have you in an area and in a, in a season that you ain't ready for, right? You mess around and do what they tell you to do and you get the house, right? But you can't afford it. Now what? You should have stuck with God, sis. <laughs> you should have stuck with him, right? Don't let people give you a blessing or or talk you into a blessing that's really a burden because if you ain't ready for it if this ain't the season god had it for you in it's gonna be a burden right so let's pray god help us to lay down our expectations for our life help us to lay down culture and society's expectations for our lives and help us to pick up what you say about us lord help us to yield to your voice and, and to your process even if it's hard for you know the plans that you have for us. You know you 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 know what you want to do with us, right? Like you plan to give us hope and you plan to give us an expected end. And so we don't have to wander or try to figure this thing out. You've already promised us an expected end. You've already promised us a good ending to this thing. And so if only we would shed our own expectations and pick up what you have for us. Help us to be mindful of people who are in our ear in this season. And put us around wise counsel who will help us to be fruitful even in discomfort. Help us to be put around people who will push us to you and not to just what they think is best for us. God, we love you. And most of all, we trust you. We trust you to be exactly to us who you promised you'd be. We, we trust you, Lord God, to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ask or think. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. So I do have a few church announcements, y'all, <laughs> before we go, because I want us to stay connected. Um, real quick, I am back on social media with boundaries, of course, that I put in place for myself. But nevertheless, I'm back. <laughs> and so I'm excited to connect with you guys. A lot of y'all have um, emailed me and y'all are like new followers and um, follow Jesus, not me. But um, <laughs> I'm excited to connect with y'all um, more frequently. Um, I'm on Facebook and I'm on Instagram as myself, Vanisha Johnson. And if you ever want to reach out to me, as always, my email is vjohnson0511 at gmail.com. 
Also, roundtable discussions are back, ladies. If you are in the RVA area, um, the first Thursday and the first Saturday of the month, um, they are back. So you have one of two opportunities to be a part of the discussion. Um, this month's dates are December 6th, that's a Thursday, from 6 to 8 p.m., or Saturday, December the 8th, from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Um, this month's topic is stress and anxiety, so it goes hand-in-hand with what we'll be talking about on the podcast. And so remember, roundtable sessions sell out really fast because there are only 10 spots available. Um, these spaces are specifically and purposely curated to be intimate and to allow us as women to hold each other up and support each other through conversations. Um, on the different topics of the month that we may be dealing with um and again this month's is anxiety and stress and so i would love to have you there i would love to meet you face to face and hug on you and pray for you and um just create this space where we can love on each other and help each other through um through this season so i'm finished y'all that's it (laughs) i love you guys and i hope y'all have an amazing amazing week and i will meet you next monday back here at the well